From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Thursday, January 14th. I'm Sarah Wright. The governor is seeking early action from the legislature that would provide grants to incentivize local school districts to start reopening for in-person instruction as early as February 15th, starting with kids in pre-K through second grade. Schools would need an agreement with the unions and a strategy for complying with safety criteria from the state, which is set to come out this week. Parents could still keep their children at home if they don't feel safe about sending them to class. Schools in purple-tier counties like Mendocino would be able to reopen as long as the average daily rate of infections does not exceed 28 per 100,000 residents. But Michelle Hutchins, the superintendent of the Mendocino County Office of Education, says schools won't be penalized if they can't reopen because the COVID positivity rate in their community is too high. What would be penalized is if the school could open, but they chose not to for whatever reason. They didn't have the collective bargaining agreement approved. They um, they chose to, uh, a slower phased approach and what the governor is proposing, those would be the types of things that would lower the amount of money districts would receive. Rebecca Walker, the superintendent of Fort Bragg Unified School District, would love to see schools reopen safely, but she says there are some major flaws in the governor's plan. Right now, the governor's current proposal is that this money is allocated from Proposition 98 funds. I'm going to use some strong words here. I am highly offended by this plan coming out of Proposition 98 money. Proposition 98 money is promised to schools through the California Constitution. It is not a categorical money. What I mean by categorical, a categorical fund is a fund that says you get this money if you do this. You get this money if you have this. Proposition 98 money is not intended to be categorical. It is a fund that is supposed to go to the students of California without questions. So the way I read it is that it should be given to us through the California Constitution. In a separate state program, vaccines are making their way into the education system. Yesterday, hundreds of teachers and staff who have daily regular contact with the public were vaccinated in Ukiah. Educators on the coast will be vaccinated tomorrow. Vaccines don't play a role in the reopening plan, but testing does. Hutchins said the cost of the tests could be a barrier to reopening, especially if the county moves into the newly created Deep Purple Tier, where schools would be required to test weekly. So it's that weekly symptom asymptomatic testing that potentially would be prohibitive to opening schools. That's a lot of money. And the testing cadence is required for staff and students that are on campus receiving in-person instruction. And is the school district supposed to pay for the students' testing also, or do their families have to come up with it? Well, we haven't really seen how the state expects that to occur. So one of the things we're doing as county superintendents statewide is we're asking the government, we're basically saying to the governor, we're writing a letter to him collectively this week, to pay for this testing 100%. The state needs to pay for this testing. Because one of the things, even though if if it doesn't cost a district, somebody's paying. Insurance is paying. And in our little community, many of our school insurances are small joint power agreements that will end up having to pay the cost of those tests and then in the long run pass that cost either back to the school district or to the employee 
Walker broke down the cost of testing for her district, which has about 1,800 students. She's decided that if she has to buy tests, she'll purchase them directly to avoid incurring long-term costs by driving up the insurance premium. If we get the governor's money and he's proposing $450 per student, and, and just for the heck of it, let's say, let's say $500 per student because that's just easy math, and let's say 1,800 students, so we'll get $900,000. $900,000 with $110,000 going out a week, that money's not going to last very long. I don't know how we're going to be able to test. Our clinic doesn't have the capability to support 2,000 tests a week. If we were going to do self-administered COVID tests in Fort Bragg Unified and even just get half of our kids and employees, meaning 1,000 tests a week, I'm going to have to hire someone full-time to be able to get that level of testing done every week. The teachers' union has taken a cautious approach to bringing teachers back into the classroom. Recently, the union fought and won for teachers to be able to work from home rather than campus. An EdSource reports that the California Teachers Association has expressed lukewarm support for the reopening proposal, citing CTA President E. Toby Boyd as supporting in-person instruction but not in counties in the purple tier. Boyd believes local teachers' unions could prevent purple tier schools from reopening. If the plan is contingent on a bargaining agreement, that agreement is contingent on union safety standards. Terry DeSelke, the president of the Ukiah Teachers Association, reported out from a meeting this week with local teachers unions. We just talked about making sure that we're following the safest practices and making sure that safety is first. And that's what our whole goal has been, is to just make sure that it's safe for students, teachers, and our community to go back to in-person learning. Hutchins says now is the time to advocate for your position. So if you feel strongly, I would say, you know, about the governor's reopening plan, to let your state legislators know what you feel, because again, they will be voting on this plan next week. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.